entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, video landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight are my wingmen. Cousin Wayne. Seth. And Matt. Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. Seth, tell our listeners what we're all about. So when we broadcast from the Dragon's Lair, there's two rules, all right? Rule number one, there's going to be spoilers. Granted, this is 30 years of, like, you've had plenty of time to watch these movies, but <laughs> spoilers are still abound, and there's going to be some locker room talk, because... Cousin Wayne's in. Wayne's in the house. <laughs> so you might want to put the kids to bed on this one. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> Not the kids. <laughs> Said like pros. <laughs> Said like a bunch of pros. So, and if this is your first Versus episode, then welcome to Versus. Versus is AV's fight club of sorts, where we put two movies against each other and see who comes out the victor. Consider Versus the Thunderdome of movie watching, where two movies enter and only one movie leaves. We use verses to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. We recognize a genre director's achievements by forming a list of categories. The various category winners are awarded golden idols, and the film with the most golden idols wins. Pretty simple shit. Right, Seth? Straightforward. All right, guys. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Demolition Man. So I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but last week Taco Bell celebrated the film's 25th anniversary by recreating a futuristic Taco Bell at San Diego Comic-Con. Did you guys see the Comic-Con footage? Yes, yes I did. I did you? Pretty cool. Some of it, yeah. It's fucking it's badass, cool. man. Yeah. I wish all Taco Bells would just start doing that. If you're going to win the franchise wars, like seriously, just fucking make every Taco Bell futuristic, man. Everybody, everybody would go Taco Bell, even though their food sucks. Do you remember when Mon- McDonald's tried the McDonald's diner? Back in the day. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they meatloaf, T-bone steak, everything else. That sounds horrible. <laughs> and we went there, and it was literally, I, I ordered a, a T-bone steak, and my friend got fried chicken, and it was literally like somebody nuked one of those banquet TV dinners, <laughs> put it on a fancy plate, and charged you six ninety nine. God damn. <laughs> Dude, this Comic-Con footage was pretty cool, though. I was watching some videos over the weekend. Um, uh, they borrowed Wesley Snipes' uh, Demolition Man um, costume. Mm-hmm. So that was on display, and they had um, a Is piano. Is he still in jail? No, but they, Demolition Man did predict that he would uh, be a yeah. criminal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a criminal. Um, but they had a piano player um, doing uh, jingles. Mm-hmm. So you could go up to nice. him and say, I play this jingle. Um, just a bunch of nods to the film, and they even had a mor- morality violation machine on the outside. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, mm-hmm. where someone would go up. I, w- I want now. I just want a My mor- ass would be so fucking broke. <laughs> <laughs> I want a morality violation now, just for the studio. Yeah. Just hanging on the wall. What about yeah. three seashells? Exactly. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. talk. I have a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about th- <laughs> the three seashells <laughs> okay. tonight. That's been on my mind for fucking since 94. Uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, Taco Bell went all out, man. They released a fake movie trailer. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it told mm-hmm. the story of the franchise wars. Yeah. Um, and they announced the return of Nacho Fries, which I didn't even know was a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. The, this guy, the return. So that they, they've been here. And they <laughs> they've been yeah. here. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys know anything about Nacho Fries? Are you I a fan not, of Nacho Fries, Matt? I don't think I've heard of him before. So. <laughs> I, I've seen him advertised on TV. I'm surprised you haven't heard Nacho Fries. I, I know. That's right? not a diss. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my, my ass is fat. It's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I was reading an article today that said Nacho Fries are the most successful product launch 
in Taco Bell's history. <laughs> CNN, too. Not fake news. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, isn't it? So, since January 25th, fast food eaters have bought more than... How many? How many? How many do you guys think since January 25th? How many uh, do you think they've ordered? 30 million. Of this year. Okay, 30 million. This year? This year, since January 25th. <sighs> 105. 105 million? Yeah. 50 million? 53 million. Uh, oh, look at you. Uh, you fat ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know your millions. <laughs> Supersize me. <laughs> 53 million orders of nacho fries. So, I don't know. When I go to Taco Bell, guys, I want a fucking taco. I, I get the $5 bill. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I want just a taco. I don't want fries. I don't want a Mexican pizza. I want. A fucking taco. Yeah. I don't know. It just surprises me hmm? that these things went all crazy. Yeah. Well, their gorditas and chalupas are pretty good, so. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, guys, long story short, to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Demolition Man, I bought everyone some nacho fries. What a good deal. Yeah. Thank Cousin you. Wayne, can you pass those out? I will pass these out. Let's try these. I want honest opinions, okay? I know this is the 25th... Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wish I had a picture here of just how you handed those. <laughs> Thank you, my good sir. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> All right, Matt, tell me what you think of the... Uh, tell our listeners about the consistency. Let's give a little review here of the nacho fries. Uh, mine's a little limp here. Right, that's fine. <laughs> we'll talk about the nacho fries. Okay, yes. Right. Uh, let it be known that Seth just said no to the nacho cheese, so Cousin Wayne gets extra oh, you nacho did, you cheese. You said no to the okay. nacho cheese. Oh, man. Have you ever had Taco Bell? I've never had Taco Bell. <laughs> Seth has never had Taco Bell. Well, he's, he looks a lot healthier than I do, so... Yeah, that's <laughs> probably you, Seth. Man, I think... Let's get some napkins going here, guys, because yeah, uh, I don't want nacho cheese on my fucking... You know, I'll be honest, my first initial thoughts is they smell like the Arby's curly fries. Yeah? Yeah, have you ever had Arby's? I have had Arby's. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, my son, when he goes out to, to places, like, we went to go get pizza, and instead of just traditional pizza, he wanted... Um, barbecue pork pizza. Hell yeah. We went to an authentic um, Mexican restaurant, and instead of tacos, he wanted a shrimp taco. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Just order the shit, right? <laughs> okay, so um, pop it in, man. All right, let's try this. I'm dipping. Here's the nacho fries. cheese is warm. The fries. <laughs> I got it on my hand. I was oh, waiting. Yeah. Does it does it fall cheese side down? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you think, Matt? That's all right. I mean, it just basically tastes like seasoned fries. It's not, yeah. It's not super nachoey yet. They're okay. Yeah. They're okay. not bad. They're not bad. Yeah. I uh, your, your body might just shut down and now. Your digestive system's like, fuck you! He's going to have the screaming shits halfway through the episode. But I, uh, okay guys, I Monday through Friday, sometimes Monday through Saturday, I eat brown rice, broccoli, chicken. I mean, that's my go-to, right? And a gallon of water a day. If I'm going to cheat, I'm not going to get fucking nacho fries. No, no. I'm going to have buttery rolls from Texas Roadhouse, French fries, and a goddamn ribeye. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I, these aren't going to win no goddamn franchise wars. No. But they're not bad. No. They're not bad. What do you think, Matt? They're right. They're tasty. So, but, yeah. They just taste like French fries. Do mm-hmm. you like French yeah. fries? Yeah, I do like French fries. You're American. <laughs> Freedom fries. <laughs> yeah, America. <laughs> Cousin Wayne, would you take the missus out to Taco Bell and get some nacho fries? Uh, no. No? <laughs> there's, there's there's much better choices. Not digging it? No. I mean, like I said, they're not horrible, but they're not, you know, I'm not going to go, oh my God, I want me some fucking nacho fries either. So should Taco Bell leave the fries to Burger King and McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. 
Why are these so popular? I mean, any any ideas? Just because it's new? They're a dollar it's probably. And then nacho cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you go good with a burrito? No. I don't know, man. Have you guys ever heard of the uh, the Harris poll? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna. I might be a little bit mumbled here. I'm trying to get the Harris poll. Tell us the Harris poll. This is interesting. So the Harris poll measures the overall health um, of a brand by asking consumers questions, and the results are then turned into uh, just a number. So. According to the Harris poll, Taco Bell is America's favorite restaurant in 2018. Favorite Mexican restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Your wife's um, Hispanic. Yeah. What would she think about all this? She doesn't eat Taco Bell. She doesn't? Yeah. Why? This isn't, this is not Mexican, <laughs> this isn't Mexican food. Did you know that there aren't any in Mexico? What, Taco Bells? It's not a one. Mm. No one would go there. <laughs> that's the that is the reason. There is a Mexican restaurant on the corner um, that I love. I actually just went there today. La Brasas. Mm-hmm. La Brasas, right? I have no idea why there's a line at Taco Bell when you have authentic Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant across uh, the oh, street. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, interesting note here is uh, the Harris poll. They're asking, you know, like I think this is based off like seventy thousand. I think what I read was seventy-seven thousand. <clears throat> All these nacho fries are fucking killing me. <laughs> Under under a hundred thousand. Yeah. So, asking a bunch of people—they're killing you, and I'm licking nacho cheese off the fucking lid. <laughs> you mean licking nacho cheese off my balls, and I? <laughs> but um, I don't need to ride home tonight. But thank you. <laughs> so under a hundred thousand. Okay. They're asking people. Um, people aren't seventy seventy thousand people aren't gonna say I'm going to La Brasas. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me really that Taco Bell is the number one. Mexican restaurant in yeah. the world. I mean, especially when you're talking to. I don't a consider bunch of this people. Mexican at all. I mean, yeah, I, I've had real Mexican food, and this is not. What it. do you guys think of that poll? Man, at least go with Chipotle or Moe's or something like that. It's a little closer. Yeah, it's a little I think closer. They, they've won that in the past, though, right? So this is no, this no. is interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Taco Bell beat out Chipotle and Moe's Southwest Grill to win Brand of the Year for the first time since Harris launched its study yeah. 30 years ago. So. I guess Chipotle had uh, some foodborne illness outbreaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I Remember think uh, South Park was making fun of them. That'll make you. That'll make you drop in the pool quickly when you're shitting your ass off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's your favorite? Taco Bell. I'm not going. I'm not going Chipotle. I shit my ass off for a year after I ate there. Goddamn. But Demolition Man guys predicted some shit, right? Yeah. Taco Bell is still going strong. Fucking winning the Mexican Restaurant of the Year award. Yeah. They got fucking nacho fries. Next, the fast food wars. Yeah. They're killing it. So, yeah. are we gonna finish these nacho fries? Should we pause and then come back when these are all gone, or just keep on going? Keep going. Keep on going. I can keep blow going. this shit down yeah. pretty quick. So, mm, sweet thanks. You gave me your nacho fries. <laughs> Let, okay, let's let's score the nacho fries. One out of five stars. Two and a half. I, ugly, bad, good, great pantheon. One and a half. Ooh, you didn't care for the nacho fries. No, not when you can have Two. all kinds <laughs> of other fries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you go Two. here? Two. I'm going to give it a solid three. I wouldn't go get them You'd again. You'd say they were good? good? I would say they're good. I don't feel like... In a whole world of, oh my gosh, Wendy's, McDonald's, yes. Burger King fries? I put these up next to all the other french fries, fast food fries. Like, if I'm going to... What about like Cracker Barrel? Oh. Well, Cracker Barrel's fucking... They got steak pan- fries. That's yeah. Pantheon. That's good stuff. We're talking Pantheon or... Yeah. French fries. Or great. Mm-hmm. These are good. What do you think? I said they're okay, so... Okay. Arby's fries. 
Yeah. Arby's well, curly fries. Kentucky Fried That's Chicken fries. Yeah, dude, the yeah. potato wedges. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if I'll finish them. I might go back to them later. But uh, So all this 25 years of Demolition Man and Nacho Fries got me thinking. Oh, I can taste the salt now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. She said. I'm a fan of Demolition Man. What are you guys doing here? We're talking demolition man or what? Yeah, we're talking salt. <laughs> <coughs> These nacho fries are gonna fucking choke me to death. But that's what she said. So all of this twenty-five years of demolition man got me thinking. All right, I'm a fan of demolition man, so why not create a versus? All right, it need to be a good versus. I'm a de- demolition fan, but doesn't make it an AV Golden Idol winner. So what would be an epic versus? A fair versus? I needed a contender. So cousin Wayne. Tell our listeners what movies we watched and how they stack up against each other. We watched Demolition Man versus The (coughs) Running Man. Uh, We got Stallone versus Schwarzenegger tonight. Um, Demolition Man, 1993, directed by Marco Brambillo, starring Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, IMDb rating of 6.6, Rotten Tomatoes score of 62%. And Running Man, 1987, uh, directed by Paul Michael uh, Glasser. Yeah. All right. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Maria Conchito Alonso, and Richard Dawson. Uh, IMDb score of 6.7. The Rotten Tomatoes score of 63%. Pretty yeah. fucking close. Yeah, that is some close scores, guys. Really it looks like Running scores. Man just got like a .1 in every... Yeah, in both of uh, And you were just telling me in the car, you were surprised that our first Arnold Schwarzenegger I and was. Stallone versus I, I in knew, three I, years. And, and yeah, three years, I knew one day we'd do a you know, Stallone versus Schwarzenegger. I mean, it's just bound to happen. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought that would have been Running Man versus Demolition right? Man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking Rambo versus Commando or, or you know, some shit like that. So I was pretty, pretty yeah. surprised you brought these up. Matt, so what are some of the things that these two films have in common? All right, so the first one, pretty easy. Both films are R-rated action science fiction films. Both films feature the word man in the title. Uh, those are the ones you think of off the bat. And that's honestly what I just thought when you we first recommended these. But then you dig deeper and you find out. Both films are set around Los Angeles near the middle of the 21st century. Demolition Man in 2032 and Running Man in 2019. In both films, the government represses freedom of expression so that some of the populace actively rebels against it. In both films, the government lies to the public in order to maintain a utopic facade, when in reality, much of the country is plunged into dystopia. And finally, what I have uh, is in both films, satirize American media and culture in order to deliver warnings about where our country could be headed. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other comments on that stuff? Well, I mean, both movies start out with uh, our hero being framed. Yeah, yeah. And and with the, what, helicopters? Yeah, helicopters are kind of involved in both, and civilians being injured. Um, And then Jesse Ventura's in both of them. Yeah. yeah, is he yeah. in? He's in Demolition for yeah, a little I bit. Can't find him. No, no he's I in remember there. when uh, they go I and kill uh, uh, that Coast the guy who started the whole Utopia thing. He's one of uh, Wesley Snipes' henchmen next to the table. Hmm. Huh? You got to. Ca- I, I, I I had to pause it. I'm surprised he didn't have more screen time. That's yeah. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I did, I had no idea about that one. Well, one thing I couldn't help but notice is uh, uh, this recent political stuff. Uh, to me, the Running Man almost looks like Trump's idea of the future America, you know, run by greed. And if you can't have money, you got to have entertainment. Yeah, well, it will try. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. Demolition Man would be Hillary Clinton's <laughs> idea yeah. of a future America. Yeah. That's <laughs> sweep, under the, sweep under the rug what you don't like. Yeah. 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 Donald Trump is pretty much a glorified game show host president, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. And Hillary, you know, Hillary Clinton, she's one of these nice things to... 
But she seems like she could go a little fucking overboard. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they yeah. went demolition. Morality yeah. violations and shit. Oh, you swore. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no meat, no Nick. Oh, God. I yeah. Suicide rate's got to be pretty fucking high. <laughs> yeah. And I think Demolition Man, I would say, is a little bit more humorous. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. They both uh, have humor, but I think Demolition Man's a little bit more humorous. Not by much. I'd yeah, say. really? I think it's a little bit more humorous. And then uh, Running Man's a little bit darker, and I think that's going to be what decides the outcome tonight between the four of us. I have a feeling. So we'll see what happens by the end here. But uh, without giving anything away, um, did you guys think this was an interesting versus? Oh, yeah, definitely. These were uh, listen, um, Running Man... I was always loved it, and I hadn't seen Demolition Man in years. And I remember thinking it was just an okay film, but after we were watching it, it was a lot more fun than I remember it being. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have ever watched Running Man. I think this year? Yeah. I know those nacho fries were stuck in my fucking throat, Fuck. man. Yeah, you know, I, I just lowered my 2 to a 1.5. I might go to 2.5 because I can't breathe after uh, eating them. Fuck. But you're gonna, what are you drinking right now? Oh, yeah, it's a Ghostbusters ectoplasm energy drink, and I believe it's been on the shelf for... At least 10, ten years. years? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you are going to die. What's that taste like? Tastes like uh, better than nacho fries. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you and enjoy... I'm not going to die. I, God loves fucking with me way too much <laughs> to let me die. Maybe. Did you enjoy this versus? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, don't give anything away, but did you think it was a good versus? Yeah, I just think it's cool because it's not, you know, um, it's not Predator versus Rocky. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's uh, it's not Terminator versus Rambo. Yeah. That, um, that, I, that that's what I enjoyed about it, is that it was, um, it's almost like we thought a little bit before we did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I thought it was a good Billy versus because of the matchup of the genres as well cool. as... As well as uh, the fact that the films do have similar, pretty similar content and pretty similar perspectives on the future. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I really had a, a hard time um, putting these two movies against each other because I love them both, man. Um, I actually really did lose some sleep. I'm a huge, huge Arnold and Sly fan. Dude, when these guys die, I will be calling you guys oh, and I'm going to need some fucking support. Because hmm. they're like, they were my, I call them my babysitters. I call yeah. them my babysitters, man. Uh, but uh, I had oh, a hard really? time with this. I'm a, I'm a fan of science fiction and satire. So uh, really hard putting this together. And uh, uh, another one of my favorite verses this year was, I think both of you guys were a part of it, and that was the Paul Verhoeven verses. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, we did that episode for RoboCop's 30th anniversary. And uh, both of these movies feel like Paul Verhoeven could have jumped in and directed either one. They weren't yeah. violent enough. <laughs> right. True. I think probably more so Running Man. Yeah. Than Demolition Man, yeah, yeah. but uh, I just got the Paul Verhoeven vibe. But um, any more comments before we kick off here? Not good. good All right, sorry you guys had to listen to us t- talking about nacho fries. But I thought that was important. Mm-hmm. Gotta have some Taco Bell. It goes with it, man. It goes with it, man. Mm-hmm. So go get some Taco Bell. Go get some nacho fries. No, no, not the nacho fries. Not the nacho fries. Go get some Taco Bell. Right, go, go fuck it. Go get La Brasas. <laughs> go get some authentic yeah, Mexican food. Go get yourself food. some at least good Mexican food. Yeah, and, and just say it's Taco Bell. I so. recommend homemade tamales. <laughs> yeah, go get some tostadas, some sopes. Have you ever had sopes? No. Oh, man. Fucking good. So um, I'm going to steal a Demolition Man's tagline real quick. The future isn't big enough for the two of them. All right, I'm going to spin it here. Demolition Man... Or Running Man, who will win tonight's versus? Let's get into this. All right, oh, yeah. Cousin Wayne, best location in this versus goes to... Uh, for me, this one was actually one of the few easy awards I had. I had to give it to Demolition Man and the Taco Bell of the future. Oh, nice. Because mm-hmm. uh, for me, if I had been frozen for you know however many decades, and I got woke up, and one of the first things they did was say, Okay, Wayne, we are going to take you out to dinner at Taco Bell. 
you know, yeah, uh, Taco Bell won all these wars, you know, and, and you know, on the way there to Taco Bell, I would have some idea in my head of what a futuristic five star restaurant Taco <laughs> Bell would look like, and I think they fucking nailed it. I mean, if you would have just described to me what was going on or where I was going, I, that's exactly what I would have pictured <laughs> in my fucking head. So definitely had to give it to that. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go Demolition Man. I'm going the museum, though. Nice. nice. Um, That's good. And That's especially good the uh, excavated part of L.A. that they fall mm-hmm. into in that yeah. scene. Like, I just think... Like the that, street that, scene? The, yeah. yeah. The 20th yeah. century display? Yeah, where they fall yeah. down in it, and then they, uh, they're they fighting, and then uh, Simon uses the futuristic gun for the first time. Yeah. So oh, That yeah. was my runner-up, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, right but uh, just, just too cool that uh, it seems like... You know that that's the excavated part of the big one or whatever. So pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. For best location, I am also going the San Angeles Museum of History and Demolition Man, uh, particularly the Hall of Violence with the video displays and all that, uh, and the Armory. Uh, the museum has a cool look, displays attractive exhibits, features a cool gun and the magnetic accelerator rifle. But really, all the guns are pretty cool. Uh, and is the site of, as you said, a terrific action sequence with inventive shootouts. Although I had to suspend my disbelief that Phoenix did not get electrocuted when he was standing <laughs> in the water. Uh, but the icing on the cake is the guide's narration, which sounds authentic and just as feels really true to museum. So it's a place I want to visit, so that's why it gets my best location. Yeah, that's nice, guys. Um, Runner-up for me was 2032 San Angeles, and then a 2032 San Angeles Museum, um, especially the 20th century display. That was my runner-up. Um, but I had to go best film location, man. This was so hard. Um, I thought about this category for way too long, guys. Um, at first, I was putting LA 2017 against 2032 San Angeles. Um, but the location I kept uh, returning to is in Running Man. Um, I'm going with the evil and all-powerful television network, ICS. Um, the game zone nice. feels real because of the network. Uh, the energy from the dancers at the start of each Running Man episode is electric. The auditorium is hyped. Um, the scenes with the stalkers getting prepped is awesome. Um, the audience members getting free gifts while contestants are being executed. I mean, everything you need to know about 2017 LA is right there in the network um, auditorium. And win a free um, board game. I know, right? <laughs> and then um, and Killian um, just kills it as the game show host, and that's where we spend all of our time with him is at the yeah. network. Yeah. Um, the backstage dealings, um, the other network programs like Climbing for Dollars, very Paul Verhoeven-esque as well. Um, but I feel like The Running Man is the world's most popular show because of the scenes at the network as a viewer, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we don't get to see too much of LA 2017. Um, we know that it has a monorail, a lot of searchlight, shit like that. But uh, everything I need to know about this world is shown to me through ICS. Mm-hmm. So I'm going the network. Right. Oh, yeah. actually, in the, the original story, uh, Richard Bachman, a.k.a. Stephen King, uh, the only Schwarzenegger, Ben Richards, he 9-11s the ICS uh, studio. Oh, really? That's how, it, yeah, yeah, because he knows he's... The whole th- story is different. I mean, he's doing this to get money because uh, in the future, uh, if you have some kind of disease or something like that, you're allowed so many credits for medicine. After that, you're done. Well, his wife and now his child are very sick, so he's like, I'm going to volunteer for this game show. And once he knows that they're okay and that he's going to die anyways, he literally just crashes a plane right into the fucking studio. Well, that's awesome. I heard the adaptation was completely different than the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's something you volunteer for. Yeah, I even heard the commentary is uh, is even more richer, too, within the, yeah. uh, the short story. But uh, I need to read that. Is that a short, that's a short yeah, story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a novella, I okay. guess you want to call it. Awesome. Um, that takes us to best character. So who's the best character in this version? I had to go with Running Man Ben Richards. Uh, you know, the guy doesn't say much, but when he, I, I, every line he has, it, it just it cracks me up. He has my attention. 
You know, and, and he's a. Uh, well, some of his quotes, man. He's like, uh, "I'll be back." <laughs> yeah. Only in a rerun. Is, is, uh, that, is that after Terminator? It is. It is, it is yes, after it Terminator. Is. Okay. He was Sub Zero. Now he's just plain <laughs> Zero. <laughs> uh, you know, I. What's he say when the chainsaw goes up that guy's dick? He, he had to split. Yeah. He had, yeah, to, he split. had to split. <laughs> the thing I loved about him was, I mean, he starts out as just this guy who wants to get the fuck out of Dodge. Uh-huh. But as things go on, and he learns what's going on with with these you know these innocent civilians and so forth, he wants to help the uh, underground movement get the truth out, and he becomes a hero. So he you know his character grew quite a bit from me. Uh-huh. So I definitely yeah. and he has some in. great uh, uniforms too, like the construction oh, yeah. guy, the Gold's Gym mm-hmm. shirt. Um, he even has the Hawaiian get up. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I'm gonna puke. He's like, go ahead, it'll match the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, who's your favorite character here? Simon Phoenix. Nice. Oh. I mean, Simon says die. I mean, um, I, I, very I almost, colorful, very animated. I almost yeah. think that in another lifetime he could have played the Joker. Mm. I, that's in my it's, notes. It's very really, Joker-esque. It's yeah. like, I never thought about that, but I, he could, if he were to do the whole Simon Phoenix thing, I think he could probably Yeah, and just the the whole... I like, too, that if you go back and watch it again, like at the beginning, he's just kind of like a sniveling little criminal. Mm. And then when they unfreeze him, now he's just a killing machine. Yeah, like, yeah now he knows Kung Fu. And now he knows, like, yeah. and he moves very different from how he did at the, uh, uh, in the beginning. Because he just gets his ass yeah. kicked and then yeah. that's it. You so. know what's interesting about him, too, is a lot of 90s characters in general mm-hmm. just don't hold up, especially very flamboyant, animated, colorful characters like that. Like Mr. Freeze. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, in Batman. <laughs> just doesn't hold up. You watch him. He's very cartoony. And, yeah. And uh, Wesley Snipes kind of acts the same way, sort of, but he holds up very yeah. well. He I pulls think. it off better than I think a lot of them do. Yeah, I think so. It's mm-hmm. yeah. a good pick. Yeah. Uh, so the best character, I went with Damon Killian in The Running Man. Nice. I find he's a compelling combination of game show host and televangelist of sorts. <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's manipulative, smarmy, demanding, cruel, sexist, deceitful, and vain. Yet when he's on the show, he presents himself as a charming showman. I can't help it. We already mentioned this, but he makes me think of Donald Trump, who would probably host The Running Man if you got the chance. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Killian seeks total control over the viewing populace, influence their, influencing their buying habits, persuading them to gamble away their money on his game show, and lying to them in order to keep the whole, the whole charade of the show. It also is also pretty clear that he wishes he had even more power because he loves ordering around his assistants and other employees. Without that power, he would just be a flashy, loudmouth nobody, as Ben Richards proves at the end of the film. Yeah. So he's just a very interesting, complex character, especially with that dichotomy between who he is in real life and who he presents himself to be. So that's why he gets my best character. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Um, I'm going with uh, Damon Killian as well, man. I Guys, I love, absolutely love Stallone and Schwarzenegger, but their characters are, are very thin. Yeah. Very, you know, uh, it's exactly what you think I you're going to get with these action heroes. Um, so that's why I went with Damon Killian. Um, Richard Dawson, too, the guy who plays Damon Killian, just chews the scenery. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to leave it there because I'm going to be talking was about... He on Family oh, yeah, he was the original. Yeah, yeah, he was the original host for Family Feud. Gotcha. Um, so I think it's a natural fit. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stop talking about him there because I have... Um, he's going to take a, one of my other categories later that I'm going to get more in, in depth with. So um, that takes us to... Oh, yeah, guys, real quick, one up. I had to give some love to Captain Captain Freedom, oh, yeah. played by oh, Jesse yeah. Ventura. Mm-hmm. I love... If he had more scenes and he was in the movie more, he'd probably get my, my favorite character. Like, when he's doing the uh, workout videos, he's like, yeah! And he's, like, <laughs> going across the, the scene. Oh, and he's, like, he's a good dude, too. He is. He's he a is. good dude. I mean, yeah, he was a... Uh, he was a gladiators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, there's a code to him, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed him. So that takes us to 
best duo. Oh, uh, this one was a bitch. This but, was uh, one of the easiest ones for me. No, nah, oh, really? Yeah. But I, I finally narrowed it down. I went with uh, Demolition Man, uh, Simon Phoenix, and John Spartan. Nice. Mm. nice. You know, when they unfreeze and they go head to head, it's almost like they were never frozen at all. Yeah. You know, the, what transpires between them could have happened the next fucking day. Nope. You know, I mean, these guys have a past, and it, and it just shows. How the many they, years passed? Was it like forty? Uh, thirty something. Because nineteen ninety seven is when they thawed, or when they went frozen. Thirty something. Yeah, 20, 30, 30 years. Yeah, thirty yeah, yeah. yeah, years, man. And, and they, they pick shit right, you know, right off the bat, you know. Mm-hmm. And they know each other too. You yeah. know, Phoenix knows what Spartan's going to do. Spartan knows what Phoenix is going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just a damn shame they're you know they're arch enemies. I mean, yeah. just, you know, I can picture these guys having a beer if they got along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just made the perfect duo for me. Uh. I'm going to go with Ben Richards and uh, Amber Mendez. Yeah. I just like how their kind of relationship kind of grows throughout the movie. That, Mm -hmm. like, you know, at the beginning, you know, he's got her by the throat. Like, I'm going to break it. But he he didn't rape her. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't rape her. He didn't. He didn't do anything. He could have. He could have, but he didn't. He could have killed her and raped her, raped her and killed her. But he didn't. (laughs) All right? And then by the end, they save everybody. Amen. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Their relationship grows, and then it's like, oh, man. So then he raped her and killed her. Maybe maybe they're actually going to get together. Who knows? Turns out that, like, you know, he's not such a bad dude. She's not such a bad dude. And she's hot, too. You think she's hotter than Sandra Bullock for a leading lady? Yes. Yeah. Really? No, no, I couldn't. I think so. I'm agree with that one. Really? Yeah, but Sandra Bullock's cute. She's kind mm-hmm. of uh, ditzy, but cute. Right. Girl as next door. Latin girls go. Selma Hayek's got that for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my best screen duo. I went with John Spartan and Lenina Huxley in Demolition oh, Man. Oh wow! I thought their banter is often hilarious. They have great chemistry, and they mutually benefit each other. From Huxley, Spartan gains a close friend and a guide through this new world. And from Spartan, Huxley learns how to let loose and really live, and also how to properly spout 20th century phrases. Uh, plus, yeah, they do fall in love at the end. I wasn't a huge fan of that, because uh, that's just how usually uh, male-female relationships end up in movies, but it, I was fine with it. But, and, it uh, might, and it might be his daughter. Great duo. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Not his daughter. No. <laughs> some good, be that. great. There's some great essays in the, out there. Just, just saying. Right. It's worth a read. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that later. But um, oh, that would just be awesome. <laughs> I uh, that that's a great pick, um, Matt. Because what I think is so special about your duo mm-hmm. is a lot of the shit that they do in Demolition Man is very eye rolling. Right. Or should be eye rolling. Mm-hmm. But they pull it off. Yeah. Um, it is actually funny. And again, I think it's just something that about uh, that demoli- demolition man that works. There's a lot of things that work that, you, that probably shouldn't work. Yeah. Um, but uh, good pick. That's not where I'm going. I'm going um, with uh, the 20th century's most dangerous cop and the 20th century's most ruthless criminal. Um, these two old-fashioned guys in a futuristic Brady Bunch pussy-whipped world. <laughs> <laughs> but you got John Spartan, this... Um, Fucking um, fish out of water. Both of them are very fish out of water. Um, tough as Nell's cop, and you have this very colorful, playful, animated Joker esque, mm-hmm. you know, Simon Phoenix man. And uh, I just think they work so well together. Um, probably the easiest category for me was uh, was this duo here. So my demolition man. That takes us to best villain slash antagonist. Now this was fucking easy. Uh, demolition man Simon Phoenix. Uh, <clears throat> you know Richard the uh, Killian. He kind of had this thing where he was just motivated by the oldest of sins, you know, greed. Mm-hmm. If it, if he wasn't getting money out of this, he might be your everyday citizen. Whereas uh, Simon Phoenix, he just wanted, I, to me, just seemed like he's the kind of guy that wants to watch shit burn. Agent of chaos. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Joker. Yep. Exa- yeah. 
that, that's why another thing you, when you brought up the Joker, I thought my, he is. He's just like there's no purpose Mm-mm. to what he's doing. He just wants to kill and chaos, mm-hmm. j- just for the fucking sake of it. And to me, that's an even scarier and more evil villain yeah. than what greed could be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely easy choice, Simon Phoenix. Uh, I also went Simon Phoenix, um, just because especially the the beginning where he. Uh, when, when he's first getting arrested, and he's all like, no, he he knew they were in there, oh, and he yeah. blew up the building anyway. Like, <laughs> he wasn't like, listening to me. Exactly. He's <laughs> just like, oh, what a dick. Like, he's just thinking, because, <laughs> oh, man, that's like, you. Uh, it, it's one thing to, you know, beat people up, but then, like, to blackmail, or uh, just, just completely drag them through the dirt in front of uh, all of his superiors yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's like, that's psychological, man. Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> that is so, some mind-fucking shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I for best villain antagonist, I'm actually double dipping and going Damon Killing in The Running Man. Ooh. He is a villainous toward our antagonist. Killing orders his underlings to kidnap Ben Richards, then manufactures a false criminal record for him, which he broadcasts to the studio and the viewing audience. Motherfucker. Yep. Then Killing <laughs> six his stalkers after Richards and fakes Richards' death when the latter gets the upper hand. Killian is also a villain toward Amber Mendez, whom he also kidnaps, and manufactures an even worse backstory for her. Not only she is uh, she Richard's accomplice and girlfriend, but Killian paints her as academically dishonest and a slut for no other reason but to be cruel. That's a Finally. Fake news. <laughs> Finally, uh, he, uh, like you said, he is villainous towards the viewing public, to whom he lies in the name of entertainment and personal control. He's not too nice to his staff either. And to steal a quote from the film, he's a mean motherfucker. So he had to get my best villain. I bet Killian had sex with a porn star. Probably. <laughs> who's a, who's Probably a mean several. motherfucker? Uh, Killian. Is that a quote? No, no, that's a quote. That's a quote. That's a quote. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you can't okay. choose. Yes. And she's like, well, I'm going to choose Richards anyway. It's my choice. He's, he's one mean motherfucker. That's also you double dipping, you said? Yeah, because I went with Killian. Okay. For character and villain. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, best villain antagonist. Um, I'm, I got a quote here, guys. Brenda, if that asshole was mopping the floor tomorrow, you'll be mopping it for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Killian yeah. and Running Man. Um, he's the the most powerful man in the country. He's ruthless. He's the sadistic game show host. Um, he builds um, his popularity on state-sanctioned sh- violence and propaganda. Uh, we've already brought it up, but he reminds me of a Donald Trump who is nothing but a glorified game show mm-hmm. host himself with, uh, what was that show that he fucking did before he was president? Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. regular Apprentice. You're fired! Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he got uh, Killing Got My Best Character. The actor Richard Dawson just chews up the scenery. Um, he used to be the host for Family Feud, so I think it comes so natural to him, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going Damon Killian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Runner-up for Best Character. Again, didn't get too much screen time, but um, Captain Captain Freedom, I man, know, I, I love, love him. him. Every time he's on scene, I love him. I wanted to see Freedom. more fireball. Too. He, he just yeah. seemed like a psychopath for what little time he was on. Yeah, there. I actually did like all the stalkers. The stalkers were interesting. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all right, that takes us to best hero. This but, is hard, man, for me, guys. No, see, this one wasn't hard for me. I had to go with Ben Richards in Running Man. Well, they're pretty much identical, man. Well, like, well, to me, yeah, like I said, not. he just seemed like, yeah. You know, he was just a guy. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I just went out of here. I'm, I'm going to go see my brother, and he's going to hook me up with a job. And fuck your underground, mm-hmm. destroying evil bullshit. But like as time went on, and he was learning more and more, getting more involved with these people who were well, suffering. Stallone said fuck the underground, too, until he found out that they were stealing food. Because he didn't even ask questions until that food kind of rolled up on him. He's like, all they want is food. Well, it's because he didn't yeah. even know. So he didn't give first. a fuck about the underground, too. He's like, oh, they're, they're causing a chaos. 
You know, they're causing chaos. Well, he, well, Ben Richards knew what the underground was about from the start. He just wasn't too involved with mm-hmm. it. Hmm. But both helped the underground. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're going Ben Richards? I am going okay. Ben Richards. I think he did more for their underground than what, you know. Okay. I'm going to go Ben Richards, too, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's one, like... When you when you first get introduced to them, what's to, what's Schwarzenegger do? He's he's fucking carrying a beam on his arm, oh, no, like, like a, like a fucking first, champion. When you first meet him, when he's like, "Hey, I'm not shooting at these civilians," oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he gets the, his shit rocked. What's Stallone do? He still brings down a building. Oh, and he, <laughs> that, that's part of my what the fuck. I'll get into that. <laughs> but no, but Stallone didn't know there were he, civilians in the. There building. were. I was, uh, okay, their body. He got, he got set up. Yeah, he got set up, yeah. but still, he walked in there and then just like was murking, yeah, yeah. murking henchmen. And he goes in, he, then he has a crazy fight with Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah. I, I think if the scenario was turned though, and he was in that helicopter and he knew that there were civilians on the ground and he was ordered to, Stallone would Stallone's character would do the exact same thing. I don't know. I mean, he's still uh, he's still cowboy because they both. Um, went against orders. Yep. Stallone didn't seem to give too much of a shit about the underground until he knew he could use them to track down Simon Phoenix. Mm. But he liked he, I don't know because he he was uh, he was in tune with them though. He wanted rat burgers, you know. He yeah. liked their cars. I mean, he fit because in more it, yeah, with exactly. the wasteland. He could scratch. use them. He could use them to get he, meat and a beer. Yeah, he didn't know anything <laughs> about them until he was down there, and then he found out that he had more in common with them than the people on top. Yeah. I guarantee he's moving right in with the wasteland. He's a power scratch. bottom. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to think of Stallone like that. <laughs> All right, so Ben Richards. Ben Richards. Yeah. I'm going with a John Spartan and Demolition Man. <laughs> He's very effective. I think it's just you and me, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's very effective at combat, whether hand-to-hand with guns or with improvised weaponry. He's willing to violate the law in order to apprehend and kill the bad guys. His persistence and determination are admirable, as is later on in the film his immobilization of Huxley in order to protect her from danger. Granted, like you said, his actions often result in massive destruction of property, but he gets the job done. He also manages to overcome his culture shock with the help of Lilanina and navigate through this new world so he can get the job done, and that's why he gets my best hero or protagonist. Man. So, do you guys remember that scene uh, where the indecisive audience member in Running Man, he can't decide if he wants Dynamo or Buzzsaw? Mm-hmm. What does Killian say? You have them both. <laughs> so, if you can't decide... <laughs> You don't have to. You can you have both. So I'm going Killian's <laughs> rules and giving my first tie of the night. Okay. First tie, yeah. First tie. So anytime I have to choose between two of my favorite actors of all time, it's got to be a tie unless it's like stopping my mom will shoot versus Terminator. <laughs> okay, but I'm going with John Spartan from Demolition Man and Ben Richards from Running Man. Uh, both go against orders. They are both framed in similar ways. Uh, both sent to prison for crimes they didn't commit. Both helped the underground movement. Both kill the bad guy. Both get the grill. I think that's a fair tie. Okay. Fair fucking tie. Um, that takes us to, which I think I'm going to amend a category tonight. Um, our sixth uh, category here is best murder, death, kill. I think from <laughs> nice. now on, it's going to be called best murder, death, kill. I'm just going to call it the MDK. The MDK. <laughs> or the 187. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I Where we going? Only, I can only write so much, so goddamn much, Brad. <laughs> uh, the, this was a tough one. Uh, my runner-up, though, this is just a runner-up. Went with the uh, Running Man, Buzzsaw getting a chainsaw to the cock. Oh. That is just un. Goddamn. Anybody, anybody gets killed in the cock region, it's worth it. Worth it, it, it yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it just went right up. It was bad. Yeah, you're going to bleed out pretty fast. Yeah, yeah the look yeah. on his face, too. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like he didn't die fast uh-huh. enough. Like, yeah. He was very well aware that he was getting a chainsaw to the cock. What about the perimeter fence kill? The, oh, Chico! Chico, no! Chico! I laughed too hard at that, man. Chico! You know what's going to happen. It's like, this poor fucker just wants to get away. But it's like, use your head. Oh, wait, you can't. No. So where are you going then? Uh, Demolition Man. Uh, Simon getting frozen and decapitated. How fucking badass was that? You know, like I said, it's totally frozen. So this alone swinging around this metal arm, kicks him in the head, head falls, shatters. I, it, just a beautiful, beautiful kill scene. That's good. Uh, I'm going Demolition Man, but um, I try, I wanted to pick something unique. I like it in movies when like something is used in a violent manner that isn't supposed to be violent. And I'm going with when Simon kills that one police officer with the anti-graffiti. Oh, uh, right. thing. Yeah, nice, so he's nice, just yeah. typing because he can see over his yeah. shoulder and then all of a sudden those things come out and just like run him through basically or electrocute him yeah. or something like that. Uh, and <laughs> those things will get a motherfucker, won't yeah. so, uh, <laughs> Cop remover. <laughs> yeah, so... Cop remover. <laughs> so I thought it was unique uh-huh. and uh, yeah, that's why I picked it. I do like that scene. That was a good choice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a cool scene. Uh, for best murder death kill, I am going with Wayne's runner-up. Yeah. Ben Richard shoving <laughs> Bezos chainsaw between his legs in The Running Man. It's a gruesome kill that Richard's had to work for. It's a terrible way for the guy to go out, and both actors sold the moment, so that's why yeah. he gets my best MDK. And I think that's it's shot very well, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the lighting and everything. I've never seen a cop get cut with a chainsaw so wonderfully before. <laughs> I want to give one more runner-up, and that's uh, Killian's death in Running Man, where he gets shot through the tube and into cool. the game that zone. That looks like yeah, a fun that, death. Yeah. Like, if somebody <laughs> were to say, how do you want to die? I'm like... Let's do that. <laughs> get shot through the tube. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. So earlier in... I'm going Demolition Man. Um, earlier in the film, Simon Phoenix says, I swear, I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached. I didn't even think of well, that. Well, that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with John Spartan freezing Simon Phoenix and kicking off his fucking head. So easy award for me. It just came natural. So this takes me to one of my favorite categories. Um, this is What the Fuck. It's that... It's that scene, behind the scenes, anything that makes you just, what the fuck is going on here? So mm-hmm. um, let's go around and give just a few uh, runner-ups. Um, do you have any runner-ups? Uh, yes, I do. So uh, uh, give one, and then we'll go around. I think this is the elephant in the room about both movies, um, the goddamn three seashells from Demolition mm-hmm. Man. Uh, when I first watched mm-hmm. this movie back in the day, I, I, I laughed about it. I was like, three seashells, what? You know, Didn't think anything more of it. Uh, now I'm 40 years old. I've watched this, and it did keep me up at night, wondering uh, how the fuck do you use three seashells? Yeah. No, it does. To wipe your ass. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it really, to me, that was a huge, what the fuck. I really wish they would have explained that. <laughs> Seth, do you have any runner-ups? No. Okay. Yeah, I, for my first runner-up, I'm also going with Wayne. We don't, we never learn how do you operate the three seashells. <laughs> it's I mean, come on, you put it in the movie, we should figure out, or at least give us a hint on how to use them, just because it's made such a big deal. Did you hear about that, too? The writer, he actually called his friend up. He's like, I need something futuristic. We're putting all these fun little beats in here, and I I just need something fun. And I guess when he called his friend, like, usually when you call your friend, they're on the shitter. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he just turned around. And he had some seashells on his toilet. And like, who have you ever been to someone's house? They got fucking seashells yeah, on yeah, yeah. somewhere. Soap or whatever. Yeah, yeah he was like, well, I got these three seashells. He's like, perfect. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Have a happy shit. Click. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Well, one of my runner-ups is um, so John Spartan wants to sleep with a woman that's the same age as his daughter, roughly thirty-five. And the movie plays it at different times. Like Huxley could be his daughter. Like when they're thawing out, John Huxley comes in and and says something about his daughter. And then it gets interrupted, right? So there's like, oh, so maybe this is his daughter. And then later on, there's a scene where he's going to look up his daughter's information where Huxley is. And he's like, no, I don't want to know. So Huxley brings up his daughter twice and they easily dismiss it. So, and then they have that sex scene. And if, I don't know, it's just really weird. There's some red flags going up. This could potentially be his daughter. Here's what would blow my mind, right? They're in the middle of this VR sex. And it occurs to him that it's his daughter. He takes the helmet off real quick. Shrugs his shoulders, puts the helmet back on. <laughs> and roughly same age, too, because it would be 30-some years yeah, since 1997 um, when he was frozen. So, I um, mean, you still don't have any runner-ups, right? No runner-ups. Any more runner-ups for Oh, you? yes, I have one more. Um, oh, shit, where the fuck is it? Matt, do you have any runner-ups? I have one more. Uh, in The Running Man... Procreation pills in kitty and adult sizes. Like, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> what right, is it? Procreation yeah. pills in kitty and adult sizes. So they're saying like kids yeah. are having sex or something like that. It's kind of. I didn't even hear up. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's, it's that's a real that. brief mention, but yeah, hmm. it caught my ear because it's kind of fucked up. So. Well, do you have another one then? Uh, you know, no, it was my actual award, not a runner. up Okay, so. did you have any more runner? <laughs> no more runner. Okay, I have a few here, so I'll just go through them real quick. But Ben Richards' helicopter in Running Man, okay, it says that there's, uh, it detects there are no weapons in the L.A. crowd. Is that correct? Correct. So no weapons in a crowd of 15,000 people in L.A. (laughs) Bull. (laughs) Even today's standard, uh, you're going to have like uh, 10,000 or 15,000, all right? At least. And this time, and what's going on? You're going to have 20 out of 15,000. Not one motherfucking L.A. guy in that crowd had a gun my ass. (laughs) And then, um, so at the end of the film, um, Arnold is is wondering how Amber smuggled the video of raw, unedited footage of the Bakersfield Massacre. (laughs) And she says she replies... Uh, none of your business with like this sly smile. Yeah. So was she smuggling the massacre files in her pussy the whole yeah, I'm time? Sure, yeah. I'm I think that's maybe. a suggestion. Yes. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of fucked up. And then um, I brought this up earlier, but uh, in Running Man, Amber's girlfriend comes off real creepy. She says, "You're lucky he didn't rape you and kill you, or kill you then rape you," <laughs> with like this weird <laughs> smile, like she's really into that <laughs> shit. And then um, I think that's all my my runner ups. Let me look here. Yeah, that's that's all I have for now. Uh, well, yeah, let me real quick. Let's talk about uh, John Spartan. I thought that was crazy because he's a, he's a good cop, wouldn't you agree? No, yeah. Seems like yeah, everybody yeah. likes John Spartan. He's a rough cop. And just because Simon Phoenix says so about the uh, that he manslaughtered all these people, yeah, like, who's going to take the word of a cop who, yes, has caused a lot of destruction, who yeah. wasn't supposed to be there, also. Well, yeah, so he did but... go against orders, but you you do you wouldn't think he'd be frozen for the rest of his life for yeah. no, he just wasn't. going against not orders. for the rest of his life. He was going to be frozen for seventy five years, and they'll be let sure. back out. That's still pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, seems like a long yeah. time. Because uh, Captain sure, America length. Yeah, I'm sure that he. <laughs> but at the trial, I'm sure he's like, I didn't do it. I was there to help these people. I went against your whatever. I went against a. Uh, you know, your, your rules or your orders to, to help. And yeah. what he's saying about this whole manslaughtering, this whole building of people, is a bunch of shit. I didn't do that. And you can trust me because, you know, I have a good you know record. I don't know. It just seems pretty hardcore mm-hmm. putting him in jail for 75 I mean, years. also at the same time, though, he claimed he cleared the whole building. 
He yeah. didn't. Or he that he like checked the whole building. He didn't go everywhere in the building. Yeah. yeah so my actual award it kinda kinda goes along with that. Okay, good. <clears throat> my actual what the fuck award goes to the running man. Okay, uh Ben Ben Richards, he's in a helicopter, right? And they, they tell him to fire upon this crowd of innocent civilians. He acts so surprised. You work for this fascist government. You know what I mean? That has God knows how long it's been this corrupt, this violent. What is a good guy like that, you know, doing in a, in a military where, you know, probably hurting citizens is an everyday thing? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? It, this, oh, that person was jaywalking. Let's go beat their fucking ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that, you know, to me, that could seem like an everyday occurrence in this type of setting. Probably. So you what know, are you titling that then? I'm telling you that um, what's a nice guy like you doing in a helicopter like this? <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know, see, I mean, it really did make me think. I'm like, he, he's this. I mean, no, he's no fucking hero at this oh. point, but he's not the kind of guy that's going to do bad things. Yeah, I love you know? I love his facial expressions too when they're bringing him. As, ah! <laughs> 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 it's a classic Arnold face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's your number one? What the fuck? Um, sorry. Um, it would have to be demolition, the demolition man, the virtual sex. Mm. Oh yeah, it's just weird to the me. The sex simulator. Yeah, it's just strange. You you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't sex out like that? No, mm. <laughs> I'd really just jerk off. It just doesn't. Uh... <laughs> it's very frightening. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like just so. <laughs> yeah, could you just imagine like just all the like? It's like, hey, let's just turn everything up to eleven. For yeah, yeah, 10 no minutes. shit. <laughs> Fuck that. So yeah, yeah that uh, it just seems impersonable. And it just seems like, but I mean, that's the kind of world that they wanted, though. I so guess. it makes sense. Like that, an acid uh, trip. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think I would like it. My number one what the fuck is a little more humorous than that. It's uh, no tacos in Taco Bell. I mean, I understand that there's no salt in the future. And, you know, they have to eat healthy. But, yeah, come on. If you're going to call yourself Taco Bell, you still have to have something that looks like tacos. But instead, they have this molecular gastronomy shit, which... And that's the thing of the future, but uh, it's not for me. So, number one, what the fuck. So, my what the fuck is the three seashells. <laughs> I love it. And uh, it's not just the three seashells, but uh, there was an interview with Sylvester Stallone. He said, the idea behind the three seashells was the two were used like chopsticks or to clamp together <laughs> to pull waste out of the body. And the third was used to scrape what was left over. And so he gives an explanation, right? So, so then, full of shit. So then I'm thinking, <laughs> it just, it brings up more questions. Yeah, it does. I'm like, do you just, cl- do you clean them or do you just put the, the shit-covered seashells back on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> what if you've got, like, a massive, massive case of the shits? Mm. You, you're going to fill up this little <laughs> seashell? <laughs> I mean, I tried clamping it and I yeah. shit all over my elbow. I mean, I, if I ever do a sequel, I'm going to write that scene in where the guy is like, he comes out, he's not pissed about the three seashells. He's just like, um, I just want to let you know, there's three seashells in the back and they're all covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? So it's, yeah, so my what the fuck is the, the three seashells all together. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, so that takes us to best... Is it score? Yeah, score it or soundtrack. Uh, I almost gave this a rubber chicken award. I came really close to it, but in the end, I went with Demolition Man. The, the, the jingles sold me on it. Okay. You know, just, I mean, you heard him at the Taco Bell, you heard him in the, you know, the, the squad car when they're out going around. It, it, they, they, they do, and they, so retarded as hell, I'd never listened to the station, but they stuck with me. You know, and having said that, I, I had to go with Demolition Man. Nice. Uh, I went with the Running Man. 
I really like the uh, kind of 80 synth yeah. that it had. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I couldn't actually tell you what any of the music in Demolition Man sounded like. They yeah, it was very music. generic. Yeah, I do like what music. you said, though, because yeah. I think the score for Demolition Man is as generic as it gets, but the use jingles. the jingles. Yeah, that's, um, that's for me. That is a side note for me. The jingles, um, I have to give some respect for using old jingles, jingles as a sound. Were those actual yeah. jingles? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So that that is a that is a great way to implement something different and new into your, into yeah. your movie. So uh, where do you go? I went with uh, Elliot Goldenthal for Demolition Man, but I did particularly like uh, Simon Phoenix's hip hop inspired theme, complete with mock record scratches. It sounded like for that that part of the score, anyways. But like you've said. Uh, Mostly it's because of the uh, inspired choice to make commercial jingles become the future's most popular songs. I especially liked uh, when they did the Oscar Mayer Wiener theme. That was funny. Uh, They also had the Love Boat theme in there. And uh, even though it's it's a pretty fun song, Sting's Demolition Man at the end of it during the end credits. So (laughs) I had to give best score soundtrack to Demolition Man. Okay. Um, again, I have to give some respect to the jingles in mm-hmm. Demolition Man, yeah. um, but I do think there were some missed opportunities for Stallone to pop in some late late '80s, early '90s music in, in Demolition Man, like finding an old track or something. Like, no, you have to listen to this. You got to listen to some Guns and Roses or something. You know, I don't know. So I think there's some missed opportunities there. But I'm going with Harold Faltermeyer from Running Man, and uh, he gives us a fun, I think, '80s synth score with some catchy riffs, like. Um, especially the main Running Man theme. Um, it's darker in tone than Demolition Man, uh, which I prefer for this kind of movie. Um, I think the score reflects the cynicism of a decayed society better. Um, overall, overall, I think it provides atmosphere and mood better than Demolition Man score, uh, which I think is very forgettable. But uh, some tracks I really liked is the intro Baker's, Bakersfield track, um, very John Carpenter-esque. Um, Captain Freedom's workout, uh, Dynamo's introduction, which is just a modified Ride of the Valkyries, um, the end credit score. Um, it really feels guys like John Carpenter kind of ghost scored. I can kind of see ghost scored running man, especially the fun fact about Dynamo. He was an actual opera singer. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's what he. Yeah. And uh, go back and watch it, but the the uh, the main title, the Running Man main title theme, I really like that. Very simple, but it's like very simple, like in a John Carpenter kind of yeah, way. Yeah. Very catchy. So um, I had to go with Harold Faltermeyer. So. Uh, that's where I went. Um, that takes us to best quote. I'm going to go with my runner-up first. Uh, my runner-up is Demolition Man. Uh, right after the VR thing, they kind of have their little fight. And uh, Huxley goes, you know what that leads to? And uh, Spartan goes, yeah, kids smoking and a desire to raid the fridge. But <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. But uh, my, my award actually went to Running Man, where Arnold Schwarzenegger looks Killian in the eye and says, I'll be back. And Killian goes, only in a rerun. Yeah. What a good. great snappy comeback mm-hmm. to Only in a rerun. So you went running, man. Yes, that's I did. Nice. Pushes the button and poof. That's good. Off Ben Richards goes. I loved it. Any uh, any other uh, runner-ups? No, 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 yeah. no. Simon Says Die. I mean, <laughs> they took a game, Simon Says, and then like made it scary. And then it's a running theme throughout the whole movie. Uh-huh. So he it's his catchphrase, and Stallone even throws it back in his face, too. You didn't say Simon Says, <laughs> so... Good stuff. Going demolition, demolition, Any runner-ups? Nope. Okay. For best quote, I've won with my first tie. First, from Demolition Man, you really licked his ass, which Helena Huxley says to John Spartan. All of Huxley's malapropisms are great, in my opinion, but this is my favorite and made better by Bullock's cheerful line delivery. Uh, Let's blow this, guys, and also a nice (laughs) runner-up. Plus, isn't that mental image just great? Um, but in my second tie, I'm going with the running man 
Amy to Amber, you're lucky he didn't kill you too, or rape you, then kill you, or kill you, then rape you. <laughs> it's very dark, but also very funny, even more so because it's a very unnecessary statement, but the over-to-the-top suggestion of brutality makes the quote funny. That's tricky to pull off, and the actress also sells the line delivery. So that's why I had to do a tie for best quote. Nice, nice. Um, I do want to give some runner-ups real quick. Uh, one runner-up was Demolition Man, and it's... um. Dennis Leary's character had this great monologue about food, smoking cigars, reading mm. Playboy magazines yeah. and being covered in green jello or mm. some shit. That was great. Um, another runner-up is from Running Man, where the elderly lady, she says, all right, I think the next kill will be made by Ben Richards. And yeah. Killian says, no, 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 Agnes. Mm. Um, Richards is a runner. You have to, you know, you have to pick a stalker. And uh, Agnes says, I can pick anyone I choose. And I choose Ben Richards. That boy is one mean motherfucker. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I think that's fantastic. Grandma, a little. Yeah. yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. That was my number one for the longest time. Um, one more was the Ben Richards. Um, uh, Killian, Killian, I'll yeah. be back only in a rerun. I thought that was great. Um, my number one, though, guys, and uh, it's from Demolition Man. And uh, I think it's how annoyed that John Spartan is, is the reason this gets my award. But imagine this, like John Spartan, he's, he's taking crap from the police chief um, and, and the governor or whatever that guy's role is, um, but he's on a mission to take out Simon Phoenix and he's been threatened to be thrown back in the fridge and he has to catch this sadistic Joker-esque supervillain, right? Mm. And uh, Huxley says, let's go blow this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the way, he's like, the way that he's like, away! Blow this guy away! <laughs> I just love how annoyed he is because, like, I don't know if it's earlier or later in the film. He's like, she, she goes, "You really licked his ass." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Kicked his ass." Yeah. But uh, I really love that. Uh, let's go blow this guy yeah. because all this shit that he's going through. He's just and you have to hear, "Let's way. go blow the fucking sadistic mm. villain." <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go suck his dick. Yeah, let's, go, let's go down here and fucking wasteland scraps and suck his fucking dick. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Fight white knocks her unconscious. I want to arrest the fucker. You want you want to swallow his load. <laughs> so that takes us to best screenplay, guys. Good uh, God. To me, I was Running Man. Uh, Demolition Man was great. It was just you know greatly written. But to me, Running Man, uh, great adaptation from Stephen King. You know, it, it is off from the original, of course. But I mean, just just so much fun though in a weird way. I mean, this I could actually picture this happening. To be honest, I mean, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, not too far away. To me, it seemed more original, more creative. Uh, just a lot more thought went in, into Running Man screenplay than Demolition Man. I'm going Demolition Man. There's too many puns in mm. Running Man. Like, I mean, you, that's what it, makes it great. I don't know though, <laughs> I don't, but I think that that's what makes it not hold up as well. Because it just reminds you of like where you're getting like like. Arnie's starting to hit his real cheesy stride, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah and, I, and I don't... <laughs> See, I think Huxley's just as cheesy as... Yeah. But she has a reason to, though. Yeah. I feel like cool Arnold thinks guy. he's cool sounding yeah. like that. And but I think he that... is cool sounding. <laughs> is he, though? <laughs> he doesn't think yeah. it. He is knows he? Okay. I, I, get, I get your point, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see where you're coming yeah, from, that's for all. sure. That's, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Best screenplay for me is also Stephen E. D'Souza for The Running Man. The world building is solid, imagining a future where an earthquake leads to the collapse of the U.S. economy. The government censors all forms of art and communication. The U.S. becomes a police state and quells citizen uprising by broadcasting violent game shows for their enjoyment. It is a really strong satire of television and politics and suggested American Gladiators before that show aired on television, although I will have to admit the creator of that show came up with that concept before 1987. 
The script is full of great one-liners, especially for Arnie. D'Souza crafts a great character in Damon Killian and strong, resourceful, intelligent protagonists in Richards, Laughlin, Weiss, and Mendez. The action sequences in the arena are inventive. The story propels forward at an engaging, suspenseful pace. And the script features a great ending with the resistance turning the tables on the lying media. So that's why it gets my golden idol. All right, guys. Best screenplay for me. Pretty easy. Um, both are sci-fi dystopian films. Uh, both are very satirical. Um, but I'm going Demolition Man, written by, well, a few people, but I only have one name in my notes, and it's Daniel Waters. I think there's three people that wrote the screenplay. Um, but Demolition Man, and that's where you went, right, Seth? Demolition Man for best screenplay? Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you, man. Oh, Matt was the only right one. Huh? <laughs> Demolition Man is packed with too many ideas that that uh, that are in the screenplay and that start with the screenplay. And that's, um, you know, the cryogenic freezing, uh, behavior control of criminals, reminding me a lot of Clockwork Orange, which I know is one of bit, your yeah. favorite movies. Oh, um, Taco Bell winning the franchise wars, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger Library, The Three Seashells. Um, the music of the future is 20th century jingles, sex simulators, um, verbal uh, morality monitors, um, the wasteland scraps, and all these ideas are surrounding an old-fashioned cop and an old-fashioned criminal in this futuristic, censored world. And I just a lot of great beats on the page mm. that that make this movie fun. Um, so I'm going with Demolition Man, and that takes us to. Best special achievement. I kind of went a little bit outside the box on this one, but I went with the Running Man. Uh, special to me, I think it's a realistic look at the future. Hmm. You know, I don't. You know, you may ask a person here and there, oh, the, oh, I want peace and tranquility and stuff, but most people are gonna want money and entertainment and and, and convenience, and that is what it's gonna come down to in the end is something like the Running Man. Yeah. You know, it's not a happy future. Especially with all the reality TV shows that, uh, you know, people just love, like Survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Afraid, you know? What's, what's that going to escalate to? You know, pretty mm -hmm. soon, but, you know, maybe we will talk to prisoners on death row. Hey, you want a chance to rejoin society? Yeah. And where there's something like that, there's going to be room for money, for gambling. We just so get desensitized. Forth. Pretty soon, we're not going to oh, want to yeah. see uh, two naked people trying to survive. We're going to want to see two naked people hunting to, each other. Yeah, down. trying to butt fuck each other <laughs> with fucking you know, machetes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, I really think that's what it's going to come down to. You know, like I said, and a, a majority of people will go that route. Mm, yeah. You know? Um, I actually, almost identical to his, is that really? I thought it was interesting that the running man was running society. That, mm, yeah, yeah. Nice and so I just thought it was an interesting take on the future. You know, it reminds me of like how gladi gladiatorial times, even though that yeah, uh, kind, uh, kind of going back to Roman times. Yeah, or? basically how you know the the stalkers. You know, they were like celebrities. You know, they're yeah, probably action yeah. figures mm -hmm. and comic books of these and guys. Serial and stuff killers. Like that. You know, yeah, right? yeah. Basically, and then the gladiators were so, seen as the same way. They were pretty much the professional wrestlers of that time. Yeah, you know, exactly. that they were just heroes and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I just thought that that uh, an interesting look, and unfortunately, like a very kind of like I could see it happening. So what are you guys titling your special achievement within a few words? I mean, I just said "running man, running human society." Hmm. Yeah, well, I, 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 I was going to come mind the the you know bleak realistic future. But yeah, well, we'll figure something out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like Seth. I like mm -hmm. Seth. Running man, running the future. Yeah, yeah. running yeah. man, running society. Okay. Um, Best special achievement. I was tempted to go rubber chicken with this just because I couldn't quite see anything special, but I decided to have fun with this. I went with Daniel Waters, Robert Renault, Peter M. Lemkov, oh, and the filmmakers for getting away with ripping off a Hungarian science fiction novel called The Fight of the Dead by author Istvan Namir in Demolition Man. The plot, both plots involve a counter, well, the plot of the novel 
and it involves a counterterrorism officer and a terrorist getting cryogenically frozen, reawakened in the 20th century, 22nd century, where all violence has been purged from society and battling each other. So, I just thought that, um, well, well, for one thing, the only reason that they got away with ripping off, ripping off uh, that book was because the author decided not to press charges. Well, he was he didn't he couldn't <laughs> afford a lawyer. Well, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> he couldn't afford a lawyer like yeah. he wanted to, and uh-huh. I think there was a. Uh, the committee proved that 75% of the film mm-hmm. is identical to the book, yeah. but he couldn't afford a fucking lawyer, right. so he got fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and all you can do is laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, but there was I mean, a, yeah. God, he took a giant cock in the ass. Yeah, yeah, he was like, I, I could make millions upon millions <laughs> for infringement rights, but yeah. I can't afford 50 bucks worth of goddamn lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, about that for it's a like, good... I got this, I have a committee over here. Yeah. <laughs> they said that you fucked me by 75%. <laughs> well, it's like, give me a... a Fifteen hundred bucks, buddy. He's like, I don't have it. Well, you fucked. <laughs> Fuck your committee. Boom. <laughs> what a hit in the dick, man. Put a chainsaw to the dick. Oh you know? man. Oh shit, that's great. Oh, he had plain zero dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I'm going special achievement demolition man, and uh, I'm going uh, best uh, or twenty first century predictions. Yeah. You know they got a mm. lot of shit right or close, right. man. Um, Taco Bell is still going strong. They haven't won the franchise wars, but they did won the the Harris Poll for best Mexican restaurant this year. Mm-hmm. So they're fucking going strong. Demolition Man predicted FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Hell, I mean, some could argue that Demolition Man predicted sexting. Yeah. There's a sexting moment in Demolition Maybe, yeah. Man. Uh, predicted self-driving cars. Not there yet. Actually, we are there, just mm-hmm. not you know it's mass been, produced. Yeah, um, Google's worked on some 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 cars that uh, will stop on a fucking dime if uh, you know you jump out in front of them. Um, biometric implants, again, not mainstream, but the technology exists. Um, iPads, um, Siri, voice-activated appliances, and uh, Demolition Man also predicted Arnold, Schwarzen- Arnold Schwarzenegger's pro- political career. Um, in 1993, the idea of Terminator running for any kind of office mm-hmm. it was fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking Terminator. I mean, he didn't make president, but he was a fucking governor. Oh, so, fun fact. Uh, the bus that he used to tour around when he was uh, running for uh, um, governor or whatever. It was the running man. It was called the running man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, giving, I'm giving Demolition Man my special prediction achievement. So Brian, that takes us to best supporting. Uh, my runner-up was uh, Demolition Man Sandra Bullock. I think she did a great job as this, this very enthusiastic yet naive police officer. She just was there. She did good. Had some good lines. But in the end, best supporting, I went with running man Richard Dawson. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was born to be a fucking game show host. And I guess in real life, he really did treat his underlings like dog shit. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came forward after he was done and just said he was a horrible, horrible person. He didn't roofie and rape people like Bill, uh, no. Bill Cosby. No, no. He was an asshole. Yeah, he was an <laughs> asshole, but he wasn't a rape you in the asshole. <laughs> Good point, Wayne. <laughs> he wasn't slipping nothing in your jello pudding pots. <laughs> he was just feuding with the family. That's right. <laughs> Did you see some of the older clips from that? It's like he just makes out with some of these people. Yeah. Seriously, no, look at it. I mean, family feud? Yeah. Probably. Like, like you know, like uh, nowadays, uh, I can't remember the guy who, who hosts it now. We'll say something Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Steve Harvey. You know, he'll give him a hug. Or, I mean, this guy was just like, <laughs> like face planting and shit. Damn. It was something. So I guess you went with Richard a, Dawson then? I did. Good pick. 
Wesley Snipes. Wesley Simon, Snipes. Simon Phoenix, man. I mean, uh, to me, he was more of a star than supporting. Yeah. That was my thing. I don't. He's I, think, I think he was. A, I think he was. Um, like, I don't know, I'd give him supporting. Yeah, I mean, I he's not Stallone. Yeah, he's not yeah, Stallone. He's in a supporting yeah. role. Yeah. This isn't Blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, that, yeah, it's not fucking Blade. <laughs> Blade's a lead. Okay. Well, let's Simon go Phoenix with it. isn't supporting. Yeah. <laughs> Good pick. Um, that was gonna actually be my runner-up. I, I love Wesley Snipes. He didn't get mine, but yeah. uh, again, like Good. I said earlier, like this was a '90s villain. And I think he still holds up pretty well today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of '90s villains don't. For best supporting, I went with Wayne's runner-up, Sandra Bullock as Lenina Huxley in Demolition right Man. Her cheerful demeanor, her love for 20th century culture, excitement about danger and violence, and general enthusiasm are infectious, as it is her friendly as is her friendliness to all of her colleagues. This film was released a year before her star-making turn in speed, but Bullock still exhibits the charisma and charm that would make her a household name. Plus, she has great chemistry with nearly all of her actors, all the other actors, especially Stallone. She takes what otherwise could have been a bland and annoying role and makes it a lot of fun. So I had to give her my best supporting. Yeah, that's that's good. I do think that uh, she's probably a little bit underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I think she does a pretty pretty decent job in there, yeah. especially with the humor you yeah, know, yeah. that uh, the Demolition Man has. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, guys, runner-up. Um, I do got to give some love. I, I don't have any... Um, Golden Idols that I gave Jesse Ventura. I just couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, but man, I love seeing him in Running Man. Um, so uh, Captain Freedom was was awesome. But it's just a runner up. I just want to give him some love. Um, but best supporting man, um, going Richard Dawson in Running Man. Um, I think he steals every single scene that he's mm-hmm. in, even from Schwarzenegger and. Casting the former host of the Family Feud as the evil game show host is probably. Probably the best meta casting mm. of right. all time. If you're yeah. gonna, it would have been him or Bob Barker. Let's yeah. face it. I mm. think Richard Dawson would have been better than me. Yeah, Richard Dawson <laughs> kills it. I'm so impressed with what Richard Dawson does on the screen. Yeah. So that takes us to best lead. This I uh, in my three years of doing AV versus, I have had three ties, and this was almost. Almost my fourth. And you don't have any ties to them. No, I don't. So your best picture is going to be worth three points. Exactly. My runner-up, Sylvester Stallone. But in the end, uh, I, I had to go with Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just because uh, he thing, got your best hero too, didn't? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. The thing about him, him going Arnie, huh? Are you so? Break, let's, I'm sorry. Let's break no, it down real yeah. quick. Are you more of an Arnie fan or a Sly fan? Because I, I can't, I can't do that. I, I am more of that. an Arnie fan, but I mean, it's just millimeters more. Yeah. You know, just the, just the. I think I might be too. With. I think I might be too, but it's so fucking hard. Yeah, it's one of those things I don't want to say it out loud because I love them both. Yeah. So fucking much, but if I've got to think it, I got to say it out loud. Arnold, but literally just just a hair. Yeah. More, and that was the same same thing in this uh, lead. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not a whole lot of lines, but he uses uh, facial expressions. Body motions and it just adds so much to whatever character he's playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the only exception is it was his first movie called Hercules in New York. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever seen that, but it was so, his voice was dubbed over. Even it's fucking hilarious. But uh, like I said, it's usually like I said, he you know he couldn't talk. I think in the beginning very well, so he did learn in, in the beginning of his career to use that the eye, you know, facial expressions, mm-hmm. body language. And by this time, he was just really fucking good at it. And he has a presence, dude. He does. He, he does. Really and does. it's not just his size. Yeah. You know, the guy's got some fucking charisma. Uh, I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Married to Kennedy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? but I, and then I, I do. I just love him in anything he's in. Even when he doesn't say much, you just know he's fucking there. I, I love him. Right on. So, I rubber chicken this. Oh. Ooh, wow. Ooh, wow. Because 
slam. <laughs> I think these guys are characters. Uh-huh. I can't. I don't think that they're good actors. Okay, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Squeeze the rubber chicken. <laughs> um, that wasn't the rubber chicken. <laughs> it's, uh, um, you know, I was thinking about this though, and I think that like you have great actors, right? Like De Niro, and, yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Philip Seymour Hoffman. But I think for what they do. For what they do, they're great actors. But do you love Arnold Schwarzenegger or do you love Arnold as the Terminator? Do you love Stallone or do you love Stallone as Rocky? I just love Stallone and Schwarzenegger. I do. I'd fucking watch Rhinestone and I would watch. Dude, I watched I would Cobra watch the yeah, other Cobra. Some Stallone. Yeah, yeah. fucking great. So I, mean, I just watch. See, in the way I see it, you know, I like the Terminator. I like. I, I love Rocky. I love Rambo. Like, but I, I love the see, guy many, from Turbo see, Man. How many? Other, like, how many? How many <laughs> How many other action movies are out there, though? And you're just like, you don't, you don't really give a shit about them because the personalities or the uh, the actors on screen, they just they don't carry the movie. Yeah. And uh, whether I think charisma is a good word for that. Yeah, right? charisma. I mean, you have part of acting is having charisma, and yeah. I think for what they do, yeah. they're the best at it. Just okay. for being these, you generic... could put De Niro in a fucking you know running man. No. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but yeah, I think okay, it'd be yeah. laughable. Yeah, but I think like The Rock's getting there. <laughs> uh huh. Tom Cruise is playing charisma. We saw that yeah. last week. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. But you're so, going rubber chicken. Go I am. Okay. For yeah. any new listeners, rubber chicken, no points given, no points received. Okay? Just scratching that category out for Seth. Best lead. I'm going Sylvester Stallone as John Spartan in Demolition Man. In most respects, he is typical Stallone, but I felt in this film his sense of humor seems natural. He also has great chemistry as Sandra Bullock and Wesley Snipes is, of course, a convincing fighter. And creates a believable character. He's even convincing when expressing grief over the loss of his family. Overall, he seems to be having a lot of fun with the role, and I really appreciate it, especially when he goes off on the um, morality machine where he's like cursing at it. That was a really fun moment, and oh, so that's why I give him my best lead. He just just a really fun character, really fun role, fun performance. Man, this is interesting, guys. We have Arnold Schwarzenegger with Cousin Wayne, Rubber Chicken with Seth. You went Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Matt. I'm going with my second tie mm. of the night. You motherfucker. <laughs> you chicken shit. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seth gave the rubber chicken. I'm going chicken shit. <laughs> but like I said earlier, unless I'm going with something like um, uh, Stopping My Mom Will Shoot versus Terminator, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't, I can't, I cannot verse these fucking two guys. It's Stallone and Schwarzenegger, man. This was easily man. the hardest award. Yeah, so I'm going Stallone for Demolition Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger for Running Man. Both are great, man. I was leaning. I was really. I was leaning towards Arnie a little bit more. I love how he chomps on his cigar in this movie. He just looks yeah. imposing and badass, and he just. I don't know. I think he brings a, a little bit more uh, charisma. <laughs> some character. <laughs> some, some character. No, but uh, I think they both did fantastic in they both did. these movies, and uh, so I'm going with a tie, guys. I'm going with a tie. So that takes us to. Honestly, the hardest category for me was best scene. Okay. That was my hardest category. Cousin Wayne, where are you going? Uh, I, this one was mentioned earlier, but I went with uh, Demolition Man, the fight scene at the museum. Was this hard for you at all? It, yeah, kind of. And I was kind of flipping through them in my head, and I couldn't think of anything. And then I remembered uh, the fight scene at the museum, crashing through the floor and, and into like, the, the street scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. You get to see Wesley Snipes' uh, new toy, you know, mm-hmm. like, where are the fucking phasers at? <laughs> You know, and that was just, and, and the dialogue between the two going on, all the fighting's going on, all the martial arts moves, mm-hmm. the weapons going off, uh, the scene in which it's filmed, everything about that fight scene was perfect. It, it's, 
if I were to make a top ten fight scenes, this would be somewhere in that top ten. Really? Yeah, it would. I mean, out of all martial arts movies, action movies, everything. Not, we'll go with action movies. We won't say martial arts. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Action man. movies, uh-huh. <laughs> fight scene wise, this might be in my top ten. Wow! Especially because the two characters work so fucking well together. Did you watch these two movies? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like Rocky Karate Kid. I watched these. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Seth always says that you never watched Rocky for Rocky Freddy Kid versus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that was your best scene. That was my best scene. Okay, it's right next to the, the fight scene at the end of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so real, man. So for our listeners, uh, cousin Wayne said it was the best boxing he's ever seen, and Seth, you think that is it's bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and you like Rocky? I do like Rocky, <laughs> but the boxing is—it doesn't look real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cousin Seth. <laughs> www.fuckyourself. Everybody comes in a video and should just be cousin somebody. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, I'm going demolition man. Okay. The uh, the end fight. Um, what stands out to me, and this is actually kind of one of the lead ups to the to the fight, is. Um, when he goes Jeffrey Dahmer, I love that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which like I, it's just I don't know why that just stuck out to me. I'm like, dude, that needed to be in the trailer. I don't know if it's actually in the trailer or whatever. But just uh, I like the kind of cat and mouse between them with him hanging on and he's stuck. Yeah. And then it doesn't have the the bullcrap uh, third third act where like the bad guys got him down. And it's yeah. like you can't beat me. And then it's like I gotta be able to do it. You know, like there's actually like some natural build up and everything yeah. with uh, with Wesley Snipes kind of fucking up and then freezing and then you know. And I haven't I haven't got to talk about it too much, but I want to put this in here real quick because um, we've talked about the museum, we've talked about the the end scene. Yeah, um, I think there's some, I think there's some legitimately good practical sets mm-hmm. in demolition. Yeah, there are for sure. Okay. For best scene, I went with the shootout in the Los San Angeles Museum of History and Demolition Man. It's exciting, full of inventive action choreography, especially the firing of a multitude of guns. It's a genuinely suspenseful scene and is a nice kickoff to the cat and mouse battle between Spartan and Phoenix that plays out throughout the film. So that's why I guess my best scene. Man, so it looks like all four of us went Demolition Man. So I'm going Demolition Man as well. Cindamaniac. To catch, catch a maniac. maniac. Mm. Um, I'm going Demolition Man. I want to give some love to the opening sequence in 1997 L.A. And mm. uh, I have a quote here from the writer. If you don't show Kansas, Oz isn't that special. And I yeah. think the opening is Good important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the right. opening is important. It shows our 20th century duo in their natural environment, you know. Um, and then when they get to the future and they unthaw, it means more. And uh, it sets up our hero and villain conflict. I think it looks great. The action's solid. And it was actually inspired by the Los Angeles riots that happened six months earlier where everything's just inflamed, you know, in flames. And uh, I think the uh, the action's great. And the score, for the most part, because I, I kind of ripped on the score earlier, you know, I do like the jingles, but I think the score is the best at the very beginning. Uh, but I think everything just works really well there, and it gets you pumped up for the movie. Mm-hmm. It sells the movie from that point. So I went with the opening scene in Demolition Man. Um, that takes... Oh, yeah, real quick, guys. Again, Captain Freedom's workout video. <laughs> <laughs> I love that small little scene there. Mm-hmm. And then, again, Running Man, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger being shot through the transportation tube. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot that's of fun. fun. Um, those are my some of my runner-ups there. That takes us to Defining Moment. Uh, for me, it was uh, Running Man is what I went with. Uh, at the end... Uh, people turning on to the show, you know, just flip so quick, you know. Uh, Arnold uh, showing the, the, what really happened, the real, not the fake news, mm. you know, and the people just without hesitation turned on Killian, 
turned on the government tur- without even thinking about it. Yeah. So to me, uh, it just said somewhere deep down inside, these people knew what they were doing was wrong, but they were just going with it anyway. And it's so depressing to know that you know people can be such sheep. I mean, not just a few people, but just the general mass in particular are nothing but fucking sheep going with the flow. Uh, they, they know what they're doing is wrong, but they're going with it anyway. Then as soon as you know, the, the second they see you know, something right, they're, I mean, they're just turned off to it real quick and taking it down onto the new thing. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you said this earlier, uh, Demolition Man, the, uh, that, that opening sequence where you, mm. you pan over the Hollywood sign, it's on yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like, it's this is the cool. world we live in. No, All right. It's yeah. just kind of like culture. Redefining moment. Yeah, yeah. Just slapping you right in the face where it's like, okay, so this is what, uh, what the world that we're visiting <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Well, there's burning. So, I like that. That's yeah. great. Man. And, uh, it, it's kind of interesting too, that like, you know, you go to this, this time where, uh, you know, everything's on fire and stuff and everything's horrible. Then you go to this utopia where in the future, but then everything's still not fine. Everything's just kind of been swept. All the bad stuff's been swept under the rug that like society's always going to be crappy. There's yeah, still yeah. a fire. You just yeah. can't see it. Anymore. Exactly. You know, that, you know, that opening scene where Stallone jumps out of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting though, that out of all of Stallone's franchises, uh, when he came back with the, uh, the Expendables trilogy, um, he kind of modeled his character after John Spartan. He has the uh, little beret, yeah, yeah the little yeah. beret, and just mm-hmm. the way that he looks is very uh, Demolition Man esque. Mm-hmm. Okay. Defining moment: I decided to go with my second tie first in Demolition Man. Hey, real, I wanted to go with a tie okay. on this one. I I'm out of ties. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to decide to how to use my ties because I kind of wish I had three ties. Yeah, so do I. So do yeah. I. Yeah. But I decided to go with my tie in this one. Uh, first in Demolition Man, all restaurants are Taco Bell. Yes, none of the food represents Taco Bell. But that just emphasizes how watered down and boring this future is. The actual food actually predates the popularity of molecular gastronomy, like I mentioned earlier, which is quite neat. And the restaurant is really a microcosm of the film in full, especially how the rich and wealthy can afford Taco Bell. Everyone else is left to <laughs> eating rat burgers. Um, second tie goes to the killing. The Killian is lying to you moment in The Running Man. The resistance has finally exposed the lying media, and it is cathartic. It's a great payback moment, and karma has finally bitten Killian on the ass. Mostly, it is a powerful message that we should not blindly believe what the media sells us, mm-hmm. especially if that program is if that programming is fictional to begin with. Is the message that is potent now more than ever? Some truth there. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> man. Again, um, I didn't have any more ties, so. Um... Both of these movies have commentaries on censorship. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, this was hard. I'm going with the opening crawl of Running Man. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to read the middle section of the crawl. It says, mm-hmm. Television is controlled by the state in a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular program in history. All art, music, and communications are censored. No dissent is tolerated. And it really reminded me of this whole Disney... What, no video land in the future. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> no critics. What we're doing, what, oh, yeah. what, what we're doing right now would be illegal. Yeah, yeah. seriously, yeah. it really reminds me of this whole James Gunn and Disney situation, and and just this current PC culture, this mm. current culture war, you know, that we're in, and everyone and and everything has to be censored and controlled, and everyone's watching the flow of of, of it information. It makes you wonder which way we're going to float towards the demolition man future or the running man future. Yeah, and, and we're heading. Yeah, we're heading. To a toward a version of one of those, I think, and it's scary. We live in a world that is controlled by media, and, mm-hmm. and it's scary having someone telling you what's funny 
what's not funny, what you can say, what you can't say, and uh, tell us what we can can and can't do. And uh, this this opening crawl was the moment that it really hit home. That was the one where it's like, Brad, look at this shit, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's that's where I went with the opening crawl of Running Man. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, there may be a time when you can't go out and have a burger and a beer. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, Or where you can't just light up a cigarette and go, fuck this. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's... Our podcast good. will be... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> monitored by... <laughs> what happened to Cousin Wayne? We don't talk about the film. Cousin Wayne. All right, guys, that takes us to Best Director. Uh, I went with Running Man, Paul Michael Glasser. Um, Demolition Man looked great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it did. It looked wonderful, but I think uh, six years newer. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true, true. Yeah. Uh, but to me, a running man, I, I think, was more of a challenge. Some of the shots were more challenging. I had a little bit more to them, so I, I think Paul had to be a little more creative with his directing style than what went on with Demolition Man. So I had to give him a little extra respect for that. Nice. Oh, rubber chicken! Oh, oh, no. Damn. Uh-oh. Oh, so no points given, no points received. Yeah. Nothing, huh? Uh, well, it's because, like, nothing really stood out. Like, there were okay. no, like, amazing shots or anything like uh-huh. that. Uh, oh, not even the sliding down and running man? Down? I mean, that's okay. But what, I about, mean, like, what about the shot over the Hollywood sign? Yeah, that's one. <laughs> one shot. Like, that's cool, I Hey, guess. that's all you fucking need for an award, buddy. <laughs> I guess so. But, this uh, is video land, baby. <laughs> but then I, I even went into their other, like... Their other filmography, uh-huh. and it's like, dude, they like filmed just like shorts and episodes of TV and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, these are like the biggest things they've actually done. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't give it to either of them. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. For best director, I went with Marco Brambilla for the Demolition Man. Wow. Just for the usual reasons, I give this award uh, strong action sequences, pretty solid acting from all the actors, especially for this type of film. And the film looks great. Um, I'm sure that's also because the budget is so much higher than yeah. Running Man. <laughs> but the director does a good job with the budget. He does a very good job with all the tools he's, he's given. So that's why I have to give him the Golden Idol. All right. Um, I'm going with Running Man, uh, directed by Paul Michael Glasser. And uh, this guy came good from man. a TV background with no uh, film experience at all. And uh, for someone not familiar with the deeper, I guess, nuances of filmmaking, I think that uh, Running Man holds up you know, really well. Um, there's some great shots, some challenging shots. Like you said, it's, it's, I yeah. think he nails the grit. Uh, there's some uh, very very interesting uh, lighting choices. Um, the action is solid. And uh, again, I still think it holds up very well today. So I'm going with Paul Michael Glasser. Well, the one thing I wanted to add to the Running Man is I noticed it said based on an adaption of Richard Bachman. Which I don't know when Stephen King was founded out because he wrote as Richard Bachman for a while just mm-hmm. to see if he could still sell his books without yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm wondering since Stephen King's name was not on the credit, well at least uh, the VHS version. <laughs> yeah. Did they know that that was Stephen King that they were basing this movie off of? Yeah, Hartel. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe that's why the direct because even I did by see then, a note. I, mean, I did see a King note. was going strong. I know? did see a note somewhere. I, I I don't have it in my notes, but um, I was reading somewhere where someone didn't was very surprised whether it was the director or producer that it was actually a Stephen King joint. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, that's interesting to note. Um, that takes us to our wild card, which is create <laughs> your own category. This really opens up things to uh, where you can celebrate something that wasn't talked about tonight. Uh, for me, I went with Demolition Man. I had to give an award to Sandra Bullock's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag me too. (laughs) I mean, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, wow. I just, 
But she turned around and she was in those so you tights. Put, are you putting this under wardrobe? Or? Uh, yes, we're going to put it under uh, wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> she turned around in those tights and I thought, dear God, that ass deserves an award. <laughs> well, so, there you go. Can't argue with that. I mean, it's the first thing that came to your mind? It was. <laughs> well, then, let's celebrate. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> uh, best use of attire. Okay. Demolition Man. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That the did you notice Wesley Sykes? He was wearing a tire. <laughs> uh-huh. All his armor. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. actually is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, best use of attire. Armor okay. the, in the future. <laughs> okay. Sure. So that makes sense. You're going wardrobe as well, then. Yes. Okay. So right. Two wardrobes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <Yeah. laughs> it's three in a row because I go best costume design to Robert Blackman for The Running Man. The costumes mm. for the game show present a very '80s idea of what future fashion looks like, such as the skimpy spandex unitards for the dancers, and the stalker costumes are very inventive, from the hockey goalie uniform of Sub Zero to the light bright suit of Dynamo. So it was fun all around. So that's why yeah. Wild Card gets best costume design to Running Man. Dude, this is interesting because so again, Wild Card creates your own category. Oh. We don't talk about this, yeah. you know, beforehand, and yeah. all of us went with wardrobe. No Man. shit. Yeah, yes. yeah. Good. I went with uh, bed. Well, or best costume design. I went with best costume design. Um, I love Ben Richards' game zone jumpsuit. You just want to see his jump. I know. I fucking love it. I think, again, it holds up it today. Does. That um, is something you can see. In a, well, it says Adidas on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, the, yellow, the yellow spandex with, you know, gray on one side, the words running man, you know, running down the pant leg. Um, and then that Adidas logo really sells it, dude. I love it, man. It My gives board it, seems so shallow now. <laughs> it gives it some flair. And Schwarzenegger's ass looks really great. <laughs> but I think I think it looks cool. It reminds me of a dystopian um, Bruce Lee suit. Mm-hmm. A dystopian yeah. Bruce Lee suit. Yes, I the dragon. Yellow jumpsuit, yeah. Yeah, no. It's no, not no, the dragon, you no, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. God yeah. damn it. Everybody says look at the dragon's pantheon because the yellow jumpsuit and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which... Neither one of the motherfuckers are in it! <laughs> Sorry, had to go on a rant. That's one of my trainers. I understood. <laughs> okay, that takes us to... Can we talk about that Sub-Zero is the... Like, is the guy the three ninjas have to beat up at the end of three Is he ninjas? in Mortal Kombat as well? No. Three ninjas. Is that the kids and shit? Yeah, with the kids. The, the, have you guys not seen that? <laughs> okay, never mind. They beat up Sub-Zero. Oh. Yeah, the, the grandpa screens light up the eyes, boys. <laughs> and they beat the shit out of him. He's not the guy in Goldeneye, is he? That plays Odd Job? Mm, I don't believe so. No. I don't think that's Odd Job. Probably be too old. They all just it. look the same to you, don't they, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible, Cousin Wayne. What's your best picture? <laughs> uh, running Man. <laughs> <laughs> so you had no ties, so this is worth three points. Yeah, like I said, uh, Running Man, to me, it was just more creative. Uh, nothing against Demolition Man whatsoever. Great fucking movie. Uh, glad to have watched it. I'll watch it again sometime in the future, I'm sure. But The Running Man, it's one of those movies, you know, if somebody says, oh, hey, Cousin Wayne, you want to watch The Running Man? Fuck yeah, pop it in. A- Any time of the day of the week, I can do that with nice. it. Nice. Cousin Seth? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think he is odd job. Is Are he really? I'm looking it up right well, now. Well, I guess I'm the racist well, piece of shit. <laughs> because that would be 10, 15 years. He's the same guy that's in Austin Powers. Is oh, he really? Shit. Yeah. So is it the same guy from... Uh, Three Ninjas from Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, the Goldfinger, and he's in Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. And that's the same guy from Running Man. Uh, I am looking. I think it is because that guy was man. I don't know. Ten years. That's about ten, fifteen years. Throws a shoe and shit. Yeah, maybe. Hold on. Maybe he's two different. Might be two different. And maybe no. Two different Asian dudes. Give me ten seconds. (laughs) I'm just looking for the IMDb page. Yeah. Hold on. I have IMDb. Well, that's great. That's cool. <laughs> You're the best. I am. No, they are different people. Are they? I think so. 
No, but yeah, it'd be too it's too far. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be 10, 15 years, and I think he would like He died in 1982. Uh, that, that guy did? The Asian odd, dude? Odd job did. Oh, odd job. Uh, yeah, Professor yeah, yeah. was played by a, name, or by a guy named Professor Turu Tanaka. Uh, he was a tough Asian man and last action, or yeah, last action hero. Tough but, Asian man. That's what it says. Uh, that was his last movie, 93. Uh, he was the butler in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay, so there's no way he that same guy would have yeah, been. Yeah, uh, uh, Dark Man, Hard Justice. In Three Ninjas? Three Ninjas. So there uh, we go. A man right. named Rushmore. So okay. different different guys. Okay. Different yes. guys. Right? Okay, okay. But was in Three Ninjas and was Sub-Zero. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Favorite film? Me? Yeah. Uh, the Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah. It's too much fun. Best Picture, I also win with Demolition Man. It feels like the more polished film. It's a very fun film. I felt that the acting was better, directing, uh, better visual effects. I think better everything top to bottom. It just felt more... More of a professional film. I mean, I liked I liked Running Man a lot. Did you have any ties? I had two ties, so my best picture is just worth one, the one, one point. point. Okay, so Demolition Man, one point. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this Demolition Man gets best picture. I mean, Running Man, I did feel it was a, a fun film. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected, but I just didn't feel that it was quite as polished or, or professional. Uh, before what it was, it was great, but Demolition Man gets my best picture. Man, this was hard for me, but uh, I, I love both films. I really do. If mm-hmm. you guys came over and like, hey, let's let's watch either one, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's pop a man. Uh, I think they're both a lot of fun, but if, if both films were on at the same time and I had to watch one, I would watch... Running Man. Okay. And uh, I, said, I said at the beginning of tonight's episode, I think that uh, tone would be a deciding factor. I know it was for me. And uh, I prefer the grit of Running Man over the cartoonish world of Demolition Man. And I think Running Man is just an overall better movie. I think it holds up just a little bit better. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I just had a little bit more fun with, with Running Man. So uh, we will count the Golden Idols. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. The exchange of bodily fluids, do you know what that leads to? Yeah, I do. Kids smoking, a desire to raid the fridge. We are back. Uh, before we give the Golden Idol results, which was really close, uh, what movie won the AV poll on Facebook, Matt? This was a runway. Demolition Man had 73 votes. Running Man had only 23 votes. Yeah. Wow. No offense to anybody who voted on the poll, but I really could fucking care less about that poll. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people vote within like <laughs> seconds. Yeah. And it's like, really? Why? Yeah. My, fuck yeah. you. I know, you know my wife. My wife actually voted for Demolition Man. But did and, she watch the film? Uh, she has not watched it. Oh, God damn it, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think I think both these are a blast, though. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I, I, th- I have so much fun with both of them. and uh, But I, I do think there's a lot of people who did not watch. I think there was actually someone who said that in the poll. Yeah. They actually said, I doubt very many people have even seen Running yeah, Man. Right? Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. when you think Demolition Man, I think you, or I'm sorry, when you think Stallone, I think you do think Demolition Man when I say Stallone. But I think a lot of people, when you say um, Schwarzenegger, they automatically go Terminator, Commando, some of his other Predator. films. Predator. Yeah, yeah Predator's yeah. a big one. Conan. Yeah. Tango and Cat. <laughs> I don't think anybody's talking Running Man. Twins. <laughs> I guarantee Boom. they go twins before Running Man. I bet you they go Jingle all the way before Running Man. Yeah, yeah. seriously, yeah, I swear. Yeah. Um, so that that's unfortunate. I do hope because of this versus though, so people go out and they watch Running Man because I do think it's a I fucking, fucking blast. And, and It'd be great if they did. No, you know what? I think I hope people go out and watch both these movies together because they're a fun combo. Yeah, they are. This it's, is a great it's a double fucking feature, fun man. combo. And uh, so after counting the Golden Idols, Wayne. 
Who won tonight's podcast? Demolition Man won by just a few points. Man, that was what was that score? 38 to 35. 38 to 35. 34. 34. 34. This yeah. is the closest versus in a while. I can remember at least a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it the closest probably. ever? No, we've had one, no, uh, one or two that was like one or two points. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so this isn't the close, but it's goddamn close. Mm-hmm. I know that Indiana Jones trilogy got real fucking close. Yeah, there's, there's a few of them. Um, but, man, so, guys, for any of our new listeners, let's talk um, Pantheon. Okay, so Pantheon is where we put the best movies ever made, uh, the House of the Gods. Okay, so what we do now is we take the Golden Idol winner and we discuss if this movie should be celebrated as one of the best movies ever made. Okay, we need a unanimous vote at the table to get kicked up to a council who will then have three weeks to watch said movie and then discuss if it's Pantheon, okay? So, who wants to go first here? Let's go with, let's go, you want to go with Seth? Oh, let's go with Seth. Let's go with Seth. Seth is, um, <laughs> start you off here, okay? It's Demolition Man Pantheon. It's not Pantheon. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm, I'm right there with Seth. Okay, <laughs> good. Like, I didn't want to be that guy, but it's like, <laughs> sorry guys, like, it's not Pantheon. Get the fuck out, sir! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we eat nacho fries for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Not Taco Bell eating motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we started off with a guy who's never had Taco Bell. Motherfucker. Good job of biting his ass, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no, and also, I'm right there with you. Okay. I don't even deserve. I think it deserves a kick up. It is a good uh, movie. It is a fun watch. It's a. I, I think and it's for a people who think I'm, I'm biased, yeah. I would say the same thing about Running Man, which won my favorite pick. I, I would say no to even a kick. Yeah, up I would. On that I one. would say no to either one myself. Good um, movies, nothing fucking amazing, and, a, and certainly nothing. And sometimes, on. guys, if you love uh, either one of these movies, it's a, it's a it's a very fine line between great, yes. and something that you want even celebrated. And I I would probably say that um, I wouldn't even know if I called Demolition Man great. I might call Running Man great, but um, exactly, they're both a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I would say no to Pantheon as well. Yeah, Running Man, I think is. I, you know, honestly, I don't even think I'd call Running Man great. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot know, of fun. Glad to watch them. Great double feature, both of them. Yeah. But nothing Great special. double feature. Yeah. Matt, what would you have said? I also have to say no to, Pan- no to Pantheon. These are very fun movies, both of them, but neither quite reach level of Pantheon. So, yeah. yeah. So at least sad. we at least we have Demolition Man as a Golden Idol winner. Now. Yes. You know, I think it deserves to be a Golden Idol winner. I think it, it does. It, it still does. holds up. Not my know? favorite out of the two. Mine but either. It, but still pretty fucking good and, and nice to see that it won a Golden yeah. Idol award. Mm-hmm. So all right, guys. Any final comments tonight? Uh, did you have fun watching? These I did. Movies? I had a fun time. This was good. This was really good. Yeah. And Seth, I love having you back on some of these verses. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, you know, I love do, having a verses. Do you with Seth. do you like doing the verses? Yeah. 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 Did you did you enjoy watching both these movies? Yeah, I had actually uh, I had seen both of them. It just had been a while. So uh, it had been about a year for Running Man that I remember watching it last year because I was I think you had told me to watch it on Hulu or something like that. And then but uh, still on Hulu. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, that's how I watched it. And then uh, I borrowed your copy of Demolition Man. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had a good time. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun with these movies. This was the first time I'd ever seen Running Man, so it was quite a revelation for me, especially uh, the Damon Killian character who got two of my awards and just the just the whole timeliness of it all. Um, I think if I had watched, we had done this versus like even three years ago, I don't think it would have seemed to have the relevance mm-hmm. like it does now. So yeah. just well time and congrats on your part for doing that. Just really worked well. It's interesting too, guys, because um, after I put these together, um, I started looking for comparisons, for any kind of commentary to inspire anything that mm-hmm. I was doing. 
And there's not a lot of people putting Running Man and Demolition Man together. There, yeah, there honestly, was a, I, there until was a I point. watched them, I, I, I thought you were, I was like, oh, okay, Brad's just doing whatever out of his ass. No, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but after watching I'm like, fuck, all right. Yeah, there's, there's a few forums that put the two movies together, but no, nothing is as big as that we've done. Yeah, tonight. No. And so we I'm are bad motherfuckers. Although, I do have to say, like, before we did this podcast, I was looking online doing the same thing, looking Demolition Man versus Running Man. And there's, like, this retro theater in Australia that put that as a double feature. That's that nice. was but there was, cool. Yeah, I saw that, but there was yeah. no commentary on no. it, was there? No, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. So I think it's a great double feature, oh, guys. Yeah. So go. So that's a gra- grab some beer, grab some pizza, grab a buddy, grab your dick. Yeah. And watch Demolition <laughs> Man Running Man. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> So, as always, guys, I hope you enjoyed tonight's conversation. Go out, watch this. Make this a double feature, man, with the family. Um, Where can Video Land find you, Cousin Lee? You can find me at Adventures in Video Land, right there in the group. Seth? Um, I'm on Facebook, Seth Fisher. (laughs) You can find me in the group. Tell Um, us about Slick Ricky or whatever the hell it is. (laughs) It's my... (laughs) It's fucking pervert. (laughs) It's Slick Randy. Oh, my God. Slick Randy (laughs) is my PS4 handle. My PlayStation Two or my PlayStation Network, PlayStation Network, uh, slick underscore Randy. And then if you want to see my uh... okay, Uh, (laughs) Matt, we don't want to see your slick. No, I'm sorry. Uh, My name is Matt Wade. You can find me on the Facebook. You can find me on the Twitter at travelingmat 77 I'm also on WordPress and Goodreads. All right. I'm sorry, Seth. You set yourself up for that one. Yeah, yeah. sure, I guess. <laughs> you can find me at Laird Geek on Twitter and on Instagram. All right, guys. You can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com, Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook. That's where the conversation begins and ends. Uh, you've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. So until next time, my good people, Taco Bell. And be well.